All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in. Episode 327 of the Real Life Podcast presented to you by the HGA Group. We love them very much. We love them by I forgot to unmute. My mic is not even on. <laughs> I was going on a rant for my love for Sean Tully of HGA. Ran into mm-hmm. ran into him at the Oilers game last night. Him and his dad, good nice. people, bunch of beauties. Anyways, episode three hundred twenty-seven. Chalmers is here. Jay's here. I'm obviously here, and it's the podcast debut of business dad, Chris yeah, Lavoisier. <laughs> How's it going? Excited. I'm I'm good. I'm nervous. Don't I didn't don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> This is the power of editing. We can get away, say whatever you want. Tyler is here to make us sound good. This podcast has 327 episodes of saying the wrong thing. Yeah, that's much. true. That's kind of our brand. Um, I didn't even know this was happening, um, but obviously there was some big news this week, Jay. Yeah, I had to leave last minute to do an interview for something that was happening the day after that we all heard about, which would be yesterday. And just so everybody knows, when he left, mm-hmm. everybody in the room, other than Wanye, had no idea why he was leaving what was happening, but we could tell it was big because usually he could push off a meeting maybe five, ten minutes, but this one was... Oh, yeah. I'm I'm always pushing off calls and stuff. The podcast goes long, but this one I had to stick to. Yeah, like I did not know the day before the news was happening that this news was happening. Um, I was legally not not allowed to say anything. Literally, you were the first person your M-Chuck to hear about this uh, that I was allowed to tell because I finally got the green light and I walked out of my office because I wanted to tell someone on the team. And you're the first person. What what time was that? 
When was that? Oh, maybe about 45 minutes after recording. So that's two, that's about two 30. It was about on, three, three fifteen. Yeah. yeah on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, a big thing happened. Yeah. Big thing happened. First words out of my mouth, being the selfish human I am, where am I going to lose my job? I was told, no, thank God. I'm back for 327. Hopefully a lot more episodes. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and you, you and everyone else. And I always tried to open it up with like, like my first thing after we talked, I, I said what was happening is don't worry, this doesn't change anything. And I truly meant it because our new, our new partners, yeah. my new bosses, uh, <laughs> in, in, invested in us because they believe in what we're doing and they don't, they're not here to disrupt what we've built and kind of the mission we're on. Uh-huh. They're here to support and fuel it. Okay. So yeah, for I, anybody, I, for anybody that didn't read the business in the sports business insiders article that broke the story, who's best in here equipped. I know you've done a ton of interviews, so I don't know, should business dad explain what happened? Well, he could probably do it in proper terminology. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we, uh, we were able to really bring in a, you know, a strategic partner, also like a private equity backed group that, um, well, it happens to be publicly traded. So it used to be private equity backed, now is publicly traded. Uh, and they're focusing on what, nations focusing on, you know, fan community engagement and kind of being at the, um, I guess the intersection of what they call, you know, gaming, sports, uh, entertainment and fan communities. And, um, you know, really what it was, was finding uh, someone to help sponsor the future of this to become a much, much bigger thing. And, uh, you know, it was an acquisition without a doubt by every definition. Um, but, uh, well, I think what I'm most excited about is that it's, a you know, Oilers Nation, uh, Nation Network, uh, Daily Faceoff, Hockey Fights, all those things, you know, really do kind of remain independent as their, you know, their hockey division, I guess, if you will, which is still going to be led by Jay and uh, based out of Edmonton. And so I think it really is just a massive opportunity to provide some jet fuel working capital, but also technology. They have some pretty neat stuff in their technology stack and uh, the platforms that they use for, you know, community and fan engagement, um, obviously gaming and gambling, stuff like that. So a pretty cool play and definitely the best thing for the future of this organization and the future of the people that work in it. So, you know, for us, it was a no brainer. We, we are, as an investor, we're a little bit, uh, well, I guess a lot of our investment gets converted into the stock of this new company, which is, so we're still, we're still around, but we're, we're no longer in the same size and scope of, as we were, but, uh, for everyone involved, it's definitely going to free up uh, a way bigger potential future for Oilers nation. Do you feel safe now you're on track? I think That's so. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, Chris has a very <laughs> soothing voice. So, I mean, he could have just told me that, like, my puppy died, and I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I do feel pretty safe right now, yeah. yeah. So the company that uh, um, that that is now your boss is yes. called Playmaker Capital, and they have been acquiring some some major sports entities around the world, really. The, uh, the Americas. Yeah. The Americas, Americas, most yeah. notably Varsky Sports out of South, Afri- or South America, mm-hmm. and Yard Barker, and... You know, Yard Barker, probably a lot of people have heard of the Yard Barker, right? Yeah. So this is a company that I think is, is is kind of positioning itself to be like in the sports entertainment uh, universe, right? And, and, and helping these sites like JR's and like other places in the Americas kind of just, yeah, like flourish, do better work than they're doing. Yeah, and I think... What I find most intriguing is the technology acquisitions they've done. So they bought a company called Two Up, uh, which I think is more of a platform and optimization play in terms of 
uh, either engagement or ad and, uh, you know, advertising. Uh, and then I think they also, they have their own proprietary technology in terms mm-hmm. of hosting communities and sites and stuff. So the tools, the tool set will be way, way, way stronger and more reliable and more scalable and probably have things like better social engagement and interaction technology and stuff like that. So, so I think it's the kind of stuff that's really hard to invest your, in your, you know, for yourself, that that's probably one of the big reasons why you kind of got to do this or you've got to raise a few more million and start building your own tech stack. And this is an opportunity to join, not just a community of hockey fans, but soccer fans, like their football sites is their biggest property, I think, in yeah. Uh, yeah. South America. And you know, what's funny about football sites. So yeah, we, we sold to, to Playmaker, uh, the new, the new, our new CEO, his name is Jordan Nat or Gannat, sorry. It's not a silent G. I always thought it was a silent G. Are you sure? Did he tell you that? Yeah, he told me that. Is he sure? Is he sure? Because yeah, well, you know what? I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him to keep saying his call name him. and Let's then the, right whatever now. the if it's, I'll average out the pronounced G's and silent G's and whatever is the majority is yeah. what we'll go with. So I need about a month. Okay, and I'll get back. Anyways, to you. Um, right. continue. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So they they their their first acquisition was this network of soccer sites or football sites in Latin America. Uh, that rolls up to the parent company football sites. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting about football sites is they were telling us their origin story. And it is like so identical to Wanya and I about how they're two guys, super fans of their small team in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And they had opposing blogs, but they both launched their own blogs about that. And then they realized they were better together. And then even though edit government names even though Wanya and I didn't launch two sites we launched the same site but uh, it's just funny how it was just two fans of one team that then went started their own fan site for one particular team and then and scaled that out across Argentina and now did acquisitions and did the same thing and partnered up with uh, a similar a similar company and entity in Chile and Brazil and they've got football sites I think has 60 million monthly users which is like Insane. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. It's it's bigger than ESPN Latin America in terms of their, their, their audience sizes. It's because people want to go and read about their favorite sports, and they, and they can't find enough information about this because it's like, it's fun for them. I know when I'm sitting down on my computer and I'm doing work, I tend to stray onto the things that I enjoy, and they would be like reading O's Nation and looking at, you know, sp- anything to do with sports. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I read O's Nation. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, but like stuff like that, and so that's why you know, like just guys who started blogging, like mm-hmm. you, like O's Nation started as a blog site to connect with fans. Well, it's and it still is, and right? it still is ultimately yeah. right. Yeah. But a lot of different things, like you know, uh, pardon my take with Big Cat and PFT those two blogged that's all he did yeah and then they figured out and they were just like those two dudes in argentina they mm-hmm. they blogged up against each other and then they had one interaction with each other and realized that that interaction was more powerful together and it's just like you guys knew that you were more powerful together from the very beginning you guys both had a unique set of skills that were different from the other and you could you, you could use each other in a way yep. to do the things the other person didn't want to, but that the other person enjoyed. There's, there's also something the reason I'm here was listening to you guys a year, year and a half ago. And, um, yeah, there's something today that exists that's almost more powerful than you know, real capital or, you know, um, a real business plan and that's authenticity. And that's what was at the root of origination at the start. It's real, it's local, it's ground up. Uh, and you're starting to see these, you know, global, 
phenomenons, brands and personalities that grow from exposure to their real authentic self. And I think that's a trend that that's really just the uh, underpinning all of the disruption that's happening in the media and entertainment. Um, you can't get the same experience. You can't be dropping F-bombs when you're watching Hockey Night in Canada. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we, we all get our hockey game through those channels right now because the cost of that is extraordinary in terms of buying those rights in the production. But but a lot of people are going to tune in. The real message is going to come from these grassroots organizations. And, and obviously at the end of the day, what's paying for all this is the attention. Like people want the attention of the community, the fan base for whatever financing their, their online gambling properties or advertising or whatever. And what Oilers nation owned with authenticity and authority around the conversation around the hockey and the Oilers specifically was the attention of your, of your fan base. And it's super committed, obviously, like it's amazing how big the community is and how, how deeply it's engaged in this cause. So. And the authenticity I can, I know from a fact from the very beginning, it didn't come, it wasn't fabricated. Like back, back, It some, was, in, some areas were in, fabricated. No, we had okay. to fabricate early on to create the illusion, but we were authentic in our I, fabrication. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I, maybe that angle, yes, but the other angle that I'm saying is, is like, sure, there's people that do things for money and there's people that do things because it's the thing that they enjoy and it just happens to reap a benefit, right? And so like these nation trips that you do to Las Vegas and stuff, that's connecting these people. That's authentic. And the way that it started was we used to like to go out as big groups of friends. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, you guys went, hey, there's a way we can just do this and we can make it safe for everybody and we can have a great time. You didn't make money off the pub, pub calls. Maybe you made like a, a free bit, night, a free yeah. night. It made a free night. Yeah, right. That. But the, 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 the purpose and the reason for doing this shit was always to like just bring help other people, together. bring people together and Great like, experience. And, and, and have like a shared environment with yeah. everybody that wants to do the same shit. And that's what you're doing with this. It just happens to, Come yeah. with a pretty nice benefit. All it's of a wild. And Every- it, this is what I love about, uh, <laughs> I guess this is why uh, the Nation Real Life podcast is so important to me because uh, this has been a, a conduit for, you know, ourselves and, and, and Wanye because he kickstarted off the, the podcast. Uh, just a way for us to kind of talk and share our stories as a team and, yeah. you know, our, you know, whether it be about the team or whether it be about our lives, whether it be about uh, pop culture, but like, you never know. It's, it's, it's interesting how connected, and this is why we always want to let the nation real life audience in behind the scenes, because this is where we connected with Chris and Chris and altitude then come and join our team. And they gave us the means to go and develop this robust content plan with DFO and bring Frank together and, you know, have people come and join the pirate ship full time and make a, make a career with us. Um, and also the most important thing is like professionalizing our business. This all came from real life. Like this doesn't happen if we're not, if, if, if business dad isn't sitting here with us, because like I had to go through this and, 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 Chris is like, you, you, enjoy the experience. It's going to be intense, but enjoy it. <laughs> like this three month journey of conversation to yesterday, how intense that was. But if that was 12 months ago or 18 months ago before we had uh, chatted with Chris, like they would have looked at this and be like, ah, no, you're not ready yet. <laughs> and don't, don't think that that illusion that you felt you had, you had to create when you were starting nation network and all this nation, you know, way back in the day, 
uh, isn't going to exist when this is a hundred million dollar property because it's the same. It's just a bigger illusion. And I can tell you, <laughs> and if Jordan was here, I'd challenge, I'm sure like he, they have an extraordinary strategy. It's actually quite fascinating to watch how they're trying to be at the center of the universe of, you know, fan engagement. Um, but it is all about, you know, creating narratives and, uh, and that's what you were doing early on and you'll do that now, but on a much bigger scale and part of a bigger thing. And so, uh, you know, all business is ultimately about that. As long as you believe in what you're saying, it might not be real at that time, but if you believe in it, you'll make it happen. And then that's what kind of unlocks these interesting milestones. Yeah. Lots of things like you'll hear a ton of origin stories of companies where they just say the key to it was having like-minded people who enjoyed the same thing and it didn't feel like work. And like, I don't, you know, early on, and I don't really care to say this, but like I did this podcast for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like we did it for fun. I came in and I did it for fun. And it was because when I was doing my regular job, I, I would always look forward to this, right? And when I couldn't be on, I was annoyed. When I couldn't talk about the stuff, I'm not big on Twitter, but you know, it's this process. But of when doing, you're on Twitter, you're, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just, <laughs> I just, it's not, I guess I feel like I don't really think that people care to hear what I think about the goal that made it 4-2 in an Oilers game. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but watching this and watching this come together and you saying this about real life, it, 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 and even, you know, as of a year ago, I've started to use this kind of process in my own business. I just don't have time anymore for, you know, people who just want to get a job done to get a job done. Like it's, it's yeah. about people that want to be there to enjoy Say it. it. It's it. Say it. put some fucking pride in your put work. Put some fucking pride in your work. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's it. changed the way I do business. It, you know, um, I enjoy going to the sites a lot more. And it, so it's just, you'll see that. Then, like I said, that goes back to my origin stories. This is just a classic origin story of a bunch of people that get together and they, they attract people that feel the same way as they do. And together they become even fucking stronger. And it's like really impressive to watch. And it's really cool to like be a small little bit part of it. And since I'm the one that basically brought him here, I feel like, you know, it's mostly because of me that this is all happening. Yeah, this is Chalmers is the everybody, by the way. Chalmers is the Everybody looked at me. But Chalmers, <laughs> was being Chalmers has been around since day one, right? Like, like, like maybe not directly, but he's he's he, he knew he knew what Oilers Nation was when it was a piece of paper, and he was I watched you guys build days. this thing, and yeah. it, and 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 if you thought that for every single time I was looking at you guys being like home run, man, this is a home run. I mean, it's just not true, right? Like you see them, and they're you know they're living together and they're bogging. I'm going, this is early internet, right? Too, and I'm going. How is this fucking going to work? Like how we didn't know are they making a business out of this? And to sit here today after the news that happened yesterday, it's crazy to think that, you know, just how it went, how it all came together and then the work that went into it. And if I was in your shoes, I I would just be, Waiting gleefully for my Christmas present from Jay. I, I mean, can't it's gotta be wait. just like stunning. I can't wait for my Christmas <laughs> present. Yeah, no, oh, no, he no. knows it's coming. Oh, I know. It's I it, listen. I I'm not in this. Like I just I like doing it, man. It's like a, it's like a it's it's a it's a passage away from my normal every day today. You know, and I just it's something I enjoy. And mm-hmm. the Oilers, like even when I started doing this, I wasn't watching hockey 24 seven, and I wasn't somebody who was going to sit here and break down the Oilers power play this has helped me get to there. I'm super like, it's just in sports in general and just taking in content. I listen to way more things now uh, on podcasts. It's just, 
I, I don't know. I wasn't a huge my, hockey fan. I mean, this has brought me to be a huge hockey fan now, like in terms of we've, you know, we've invested to be in the building now as a company. We really love that. The whole family's starting to love it. And then I find, which I think is quite neat, uh, you know, I bump into so many nation folks in my immediate family and friends and family that I didn't know were, you know, so connected to the nation. So, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. The, uh, you know, just made me think of one thing, um, you know, scaling the business is going to be the really important and really hard part now for Jay is his, uh, you know, the access to capital, the access to more resources just makes figuring out the model money, so much problems. harder to do. Uh, and there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. And uh, don't, I want to make sure we talk about the opportunity that I know you guys are going to circulate in terms of, uh, 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 you know, a full-time, really full-time equivalent and very important role in the nation mm. that you're going to be recruiting for. Uh, and then on company origin stories, if you haven't read the uh, uh, Shoe Dog, the Phil Knight story. Oh, God. So that, good. That's, uh, that's as good as it gets. I, so for real life listeners who haven't, that's that. If you listen to it on Audible, there is did you so technically many. read it? I read it, but I, I, I read it. It's one but, of the few books I, I read. If I technically read it, uh, listened to it on Audible. You read Can it. Can I say I read it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Because I think, who was it? That Jason Greger has that? When yeah, he, Greger says, if you listen to it, you didn't read it. Oh, he's such a purist. Yeah. He's a show I off still retain re- the same information Greater and I did it quicker. I feel like it's more efficient. But you talk about a company that wasn't a company for so long oh. that people didn't know it wasn't really real until it just finally hit at the end. It's just a stunning book and great stories. Like people need to know there was probably five solid years in a row where the nation was insolvent. Uh, but we just fucking kept the plates spin, spinning, the balls juggling, and just found a way to get through and made sure people got paid before you know we could pay ourselves. Uh, and it's it was a fucking roller coaster, and there was a lot of stressful nights. But the thing for me um, that allowed me to kind of just roll up my sleeves and and just face you know the bad times head on was just the fact that I we I I, I did believe in what we were creating the the, re, the 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 reaction in the community was there. We just didn't know how to build the business yet, and so we were just kind of keeping things going until we figured out the model because we were trying this, doing this, and you know that was you know digging that we were digging down instead of digging up but uh it's uh it's 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 a wild journey and then like i said if we didn't if if it wasn't for you know creating a business around something that we love so much you know i don't know if it would still if would be here but we we pushed through we escaped that gravity um we were able to actually build a business that could that was that was self-sufficient we could then grow our team and bring smarter minds on to to fill the gaps that we had whether it be from operations or content creation mainly on the content creation side because we're going to talk about our need and help for operations here soon but uh yeah it's been it's been it's been a wild wild ride so i know we can talk about you know and there's 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 a five-hour podcast we had one day about the whole whole story of the nation. so if we want to progress it then forward and not keep on this <laughs> there is going to be because i'm a fan of the nation and and i'm not particularly just on the inside so i don't look at it the same way as all you guys i know that there's a lot of people that saw this acquisition and as a nation supporter selfishly or not they thought what does this mean for me Right. Mm -hmm. Because I saw the comments and I saw a lot of people asking about, like, are we going to a subscription base now? Like, do you have to monetize this thing? And and Gregor was quick to shut that down. Right. But like, yeah, I guess if I was going to be the voice of the nation right now, my question to you guys would be, how does this change my experience and what maybe can I expect to moving forward really with it? Well, so for us now, it's 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 about investing uh, 
like further into the user experience, right? Like we've, we've created a bunch of touch points to create an experience, whether it be through articles or social or events or travel, but now it's like getting deeper and better on that. So like better site experience, um, you know, better executed events, like as opposed to like, you know, going back to just the hilarity of how we ran the business. Like when we launched nation gear, what we would do is we'd pull the content team from the top floor of little brick, shuffle everyone down in the basement because we had 50 orders to fill <laughs> well they should actually be creating content so we're actually doing damage to the business just so we can push out a few t-shirts, some orders right and same with events right events it's it was the content team managing planning executing on the events when they should just be either engaging with the attendees yeah. or creating content about the event. But that's, that's just the nature of bootstrapping. Like, it's just like everyone has to wear 400 hats. Now we're in a position where everyone can wear less hats or I'm checking, you might not feel that way. Cause you do so much, but, uh, that, this allows us to go deeper and get better at what we're currently doing and then continue to bolt on to that. Uh, and yes, scaling is going to be a fun challenge. Uh, for us, because, you know, we've put uh, a lot of investment uh, into daily face off. Like you can't you can't scale Oilers Nation. It's or it's Oilers Nation. But you can we can try and scale the model of Oilers Nation into other markets where it makes sense. Right. And Oilers Nation is an interesting one. Like I it's one of a kind uh, and it's 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 tough to scale, but we can definitely create an 85 percent version of it in other markets that well, I truly believe in. And you're also building, I think, you know, Daily Face Off, DFO, I yep. mean, and Frank and what he's doing in terms of hockey content um, could easily be the loudest, most trusted voice in terms of hockey news and hockey entertainment. And that's a massive project on its own. Yep. I mean, that's one that doesn't, you know, and this is a uniquely Edmonton, you know, really when you look at the product mix it still feels a lot like Edmonton and I think I think there's a lot of hockey fans all around the world and you guys have the opportunity to get right in front of them wherever they are and it wouldn't necessarily be through the Oilers Nation brand nope uh, and I think that's and that's, that's the thing I need personally need to separate myself from like and I've been putting my DFO hat on because now we have Frank and now I feel the responsibility of like having Frank and now having, you know, your Remchuk there and Mike McKenna and this big, like now we got a robust content team over there. So now, now it's, 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 I, I now feel the need and I'm getting pulled over there naturally, which is nice. So yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit uh, that's, that's, that's going to be coming down the pipe. So in terms of yeah. long answer to your question, uh, it's just, it's going to allow us to do more. But I think it's the right answer. I mean, like the fact is, is you can say to people basically, what you've seen us do in the past five months, I don't even remember when you guys actually brought Frank on board, but building DFO in five months from, or six months or whatever it was, from where it was as an idea to getting the two people, like to getting them in place and then to what it is now, guess you can say like, that's what we did before this. We can just do a lot more of that now. Yep. Yeah. Like I and said, it's, it just allows, it'll, it'll allow us to create more and entertain more. And that's really kind of what it's about. That's how we're going to continue to support our audience. And that's what's going to allow us to grow our audience. And that is what ultimately is going to allow us to build a bigger business. And the B cast is just going to get better camera work. I was on the fucking B cast last night. That really? thing is blowing up. Yeah. What? What? cast goes hard. Holy cow. The audience of that thing is growing like a fucking weed. It's amazing. But like, that's what's good to see because like I i've been pulled it. away and yep. other things that i finally went on to a beat first one of the season i went on i was like holy shit this is a vibe you know what i think it is winning like well, yeah. that helps yeah. because as much as you want to see bag milk eat disgusting shit 
it's a lot more fun to get on there and see, look at his beer can and just have him bring in people all feeling the vibe, you know, in the comment section and talking about a great win and, and, and positive shit like that is going to drive. So that, like, it doesn't hurt that we're winning, but the B, you know, so I'm you know, glad that the B cast is growing. That you know much. what I associate it with is, uh, I remember as a kid and or in early as a younger man, my, my first wife, uh, her dad was an off-ice official with the Oilers, so we'd go to the game. We'd get the luxury of going to the game, and then we'd get in the car after the game with him. And it was the radio was always on after the game. Like that was when you kind of got that moment of recapping the game and stuff like that. And and I think this is the virtual version of that. And I think it can be replicated in every community and every oh, team. Yeah. And because uh, I don't, I can't remember last time I turned on the radio. No offense, Mr. Gregor, I'm sure he's going to hear this, but it's just not <laughs> no, how I it, consume content sometimes anymore. It's and, not, yeah. and I think that's what's changing so dramatically is people are going to watch that on Instagram. Habits are changing. Yeah, no, habits are changing. That's why it's important for us to like play on all these platforms and learn. And, that, and that's the other thing that's going to allow us to be better on all the platforms. Like, mm-hmm. You know, now we have Waz and now we actually have a pretty good TikTok channel, right? Like it's, it's, it's allowing us to do all that stuff because we want everyone's, everyone's got different tastes, right? And like, and we want the nation to, to, to try to talk to each and like all those different kind of people that like different channels and create the content that resonates on those channels to be able to serve them and try to keep them as Oilers fans or keep them as hockey fans and keep them engaged with this because it's more just... It is a community, right? It's more than just about it. Like it's about going to a game, but like having it feel a little like, 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 like it's something and you're a part of something and, you know, connecting with people and you see wearing a hat or you're at an event, like you're, you're creating something where you feel like you're a part of something. And that's truly kind of what the cool uh, thing is here and the power of what kind of has been created here. And yesterday was really surreal because like all the comments and phone calls and texts and all that shit. But, like, but these but are you all just people. have that song playing constantly in your truck? Well, <laughs> no. but, the, but these no are post. like, these are people that like, you know, Brad Stepanko, mm-hmm. like the creator of the neon nation bomb, like, like a, a bearded a, Brad, bearded Brad, like a, a celebrity within the nation community. Right. Like these are all people that are, I'm like, I'm like, no, thank you. Like it's, 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 it's like we, we created this. Right. So it's, it's wild to see all this stuff. So anyways, I can get as sentimental and, and deep on this as, as possible. So I don't want to, I want to keep people entertained and engaged. The one, Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I uh, never lose sight of the fact, and I remember watching a Hockey Night Canada once a long time ago, and Don Cherry looked at Ron McLean, and he says, don't forget, we're just selling beer here. And <laughs> uh, you're probably, don't lose sight that this is all about fucking gambling. There will be a big oh, yeah. chunk of this about sports betting, and there is a worldwide thing changing in terms of gambling legalization, and that's going to be a big, big part but of it. But that's so part of the lifestyle now. Like it's in, part yeah, of the community. Yeah, it's, it's part, part of the community. Like, I love nothing more, and we brought it into the content more because as we learn more about it, just it's funny now how the conversation changes. It's about hitting your prop. And then just bragging that you fucking hit Connor to over two. And but a they half go hand in hand. In Have you guys, as somebody who bets on NFL football regularly, mm-hmm. like I don't bet on hockey so much, and definitely not on baseball. Maybe I hit the a little golf. But last night. NFL football is one that I pretty much have action on almost every game going. And if I don't, every game, every game. So in the some, early, in some, in some, in some, yeah, in oh, some yeah, respect, yeah, yeah. Like I, I maybe an early game, like in our, yeah, but. If I don't have, if I forget to place a bet on a Sunday night football game, oh yeah, and it's just a middle of the road couple teams, well, I watch it. I lose interest, <laughs> and so, 
like to say that this was all about sports gambling, it's like, that's totally fine by me because that is engaging. And if you don't have, like, if you can responsibly have a good time gambling, it is one of the, it's like hockey cards to a 10 year old. They're going to get more involved in hockey when they start collecting hockey cards and when they start recognizing the player that's on the TV, you know, it's like, it's that type of engagement. And so as long as you're not putting more than you can afford on it, yeah. <laughs> just do it you responsibly. Bet, bet responsibly. But uh, yeah, like, like I said, betting two bucks on something still gets you, gets the mm-hmm. juices going, right? Especially if it's on a juicy prop. Well, it does. And like, uh, like on a, on an average Sunday morning, I'll have a five game parlay and there'll only be 10 bucks on the line. Yeah. Like we're not talking, especially on those parlays, but when we get in, when we start chasing the Sunday and Monday nighters, <laughs> we, if we've had a bad day. <laughs> we've gone off on a weird tangent. Well, yeah. Know, but so, but it, well, that is on brand. But it, it is, is yeah. you know, it's, 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 I think why this huge surge has happened. Oh, without a doubt. Without in a game, doubt. in game betting app, gamification of the gambling. Uh, it's, it's, it's changing sport. It's, oh, yeah. it's changing sport. Wow. Well, you're just intimately connected to it. I love live mm-hmm. betting. Love it. It's dangerous. Yeah, some of the stuff you can put together in real time in the middle of a period or something like that. It's uh, it's it's hard to track. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, what else was I going to say? I had a, I had a point that I saw on Twitter. Oh, um, the idea that like people who loved Oilers Nation specifically loved it because it was Edmonton, right? Like yep. it was here, and they felt like they were supporting something that was truly homegrown. And I know they still are, but what would you say to a nation citizen who's going? Ah, it's corporate now. You know, it's it's easy to jump to that conclusion because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a tale as old as time. Um, but I'll tell you this. We didn't want to sell. We didn't want to sell. And this summer was so interesting because we got approached by a few entities to sell. And some of them would have been soul crushing. They would have killed the vibe. Uh. It would have turned into professional like a professional editorial, like journalism product. And it would, would have made a stale and you know, you couldn't have a nation beer while you're doing a podcast like Chalmers is right now. Chalmers cracked that under the table. I'm not even sure if anyone's going to hear it. I should have grabbed that when you offered it. <laughs> I still got to go back and, to work. Uh, like, and so, you know, we said no, but you know, the reason why we did this deal, it wasn't a sellout moment. It, it was a, it, once we established that there is a, a like-minded culture uh, in terms of how their approach is to what they're building with Playmaker and the fact that they are like a fan first uh, uh, kind of strategy um, and brand. Um, that's like, that's what kind of put the, brought the walls down and then it's like, okay, let's now let's talk about what getting married looks like mm-hmm. and all this. And like, for me, like I, I, I got extreme comfort because ultimately at the end of the day, and this is going to be, you know, if, if this does go wrong, we do go corporate. This ultimately is going to fall on me because I push the button to do this. Um, I, I, I firmly believe that, you know, they're, they're leaving me in place because they, they, they've consumed what we do. They've been paying attention to what we do. They like what we, they do. They want to support us in doing more of what we do. They're just bringing a bunch of horsepower in areas where we're weak to allow us to move faster and do more sooner. Um, and I know who I am. I know I'm not going to change. And if, as long as I'm still in the leadership seat for this entity on behalf of Playmaker, like that's always going to be a core value of our brand. So 
we're like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're totally right to ask that question, but like, this is, this is, this is the, this is the pulse. This is the brand of what the nation network is. And I would not have brought and partnered with someone that, that, that didn't understand, accept and want to nurture that. Um, and I firmly believe that Playmaker is here to let us keep what we're doing and just and just enhance and give us the means and unlock the opportunities to be better at it. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Let's pretend you live in Wobbleman, the lake, and you have the convenience store, and it's a little mom and pop shop, and they have great stuff. But some big company like Shell comes in and buys it. They continue to have it be called the Wobbleman store, but now you have better products inside there. Is it losing its hometown flair? Not really. It's just having more access to provide you with better things. It's still in Wadman. It's still family owned. Mm-hmm. It's just got better means, like better access. So it's got more Slurpee flavor. It's right? got more Slurpee. More hey, maybe better beef jerky. Maybe like beef casts aren't going anywhere. And like, there's an entity. I'm sure that'd be like, why the fuck are you doing a beef cast? Yeah, this this is. I mean, that's a d- decent analogy, Chalmers. But I, probably not I, the I, best. I'm I, not good. I, at I mean, oh, the, the one thing. Well, I mean, like, we we didn't want we didn't invest in this. You know, just under a year ago to be out, and and you know, so clearly it wasn't something that we kind of had on our radar early on. But you know, you run into roadblocks in terms of uh, needs like technology, bigger ad networks, access to truly national and international advertisers. Uh, and, you know, you need either a lot more capital and to invest in the technology particularly, which is very risky and very expensive. But the one thing that I really felt strongly about here is that the way that the playmaker folks have structured their businesses, you know, hockey is an entire subsidiary it's 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 they're not hockey content people they're not football soccer content people um and so in the sense they're going to enable uh, a lot of what nation network needs if it wants to scale like significantly scale but the center of hockey entertainment is in edmonton still it is now going to be most definitely Edmonton's going to play a huge role because uh, Oilers Nation, Jay and the Nation Network is going to build itself out here. And if there's one thing that Edmonton could own, it could be hockey entertainment. Like in terms of globally, we could be the place where we're the head of that. And that's their expectation too. So knowing that you had made an investment in an office and, and overhead in people and, uh, and, and a lot of things and running it from here was never something that they shied away from. So, so I think it's, it's quite a bit more decentralized than, than I think we'll, uh, we would, might expect from a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the one thing is they're certainly going to let you keep your voice because they, they respect that it's, you're directly connected to the fan. And uh, you ch- start to change the tone or the style of any of that, and it could fall apart immediately. immediately. So, so I, I, I think it's not something to worry about at all, other than the websites, the web experience, the fantasy tools, the gambling tools, all those things might just get way, way better. Other than on nation trips, you get a limo, and you get a limo. We all get better stuff. We all get first-class flights now. On <laughs> really? <a nation> trip. <laughs> yeah. Right in that you're one, go- If you're going to, Uh-oh. not just us, I'm talking... Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good time to talk about the integrator posting. <laughs> yeah, that we yeah, do. yeah, yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's a, like, <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just throwing it out You're there. You're spewing. Yeah, it's good. I just go. Well, one of the, one of the things we want to talk about on, on the podcast, we're kicking off something like, like, and this was something we were working on regardless if this transaction happened or not, because we're trying to scale this business regardless. Right. And we're, you know, we're, we're blowing up DFO. Um, we're really turning into in like, terms of it is blowing up. You are not blowing it up. 
It is not. That makes it sound like you're getting rid of it. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, your arm check. I told you your, your, your job security you're safe, is there. Man. You're Jesus. so safe. He's, he's really concerned everyone. But, uh, I could use some help. Altitude. At my husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll do a podcast. Now, 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 we're, now we're getting poached. We're going to be picked clean by the morning, by the morning. But one of the things we're doing is we actually have to build an organization. Cause as I'm sure you can all, you've been a part of this. It's been hilariously run. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to, we, we owe it to the team. Uh, you know, we built a really strong foundation in terms of a, a community and an audience. And now it's to, it's time to build a really strong foundation, uh, and structure as an organization. Uh, so Chris, uh, Chris had Wanya and I go to a, a workshop last week, uh, and it's called the, uh, EOS system or the entrepreneur operating system. And it's essentially it, it, it it's it's it, it has a fundamental understanding how basically any organization in the world runs. It's like the same blueprint uh, that applies to every company, whether you're the mom, pa, uh, wob of Wobbleman convenience store, or you are a Fortune 500, you know, three thousand employee company. This structure holds true in all those elements, and that was something that we were lacking because. We've been also doing some soul searching ourselves. Like, who the fuck are we? Like, what what am I in this organization? Sure, we we have titles and we do all that stuff, but it's like understanding me as a person and actually where I provide the best value to the company. And now let's let's identify the weaknesses and then put people in charge of those. And Whoa! This is an in depth in depth look. Well, it is in depth, but it's like kind of serious. But was this it, is like was it like, jarring? This is well, what we're going to talk about. This is like the like one of the biggest hires for the for the for the company. So yeah. we've quickly realized, kind of, when you look at the personality traits that like uh, uh, myself and like a Wanye are like it's called a visionary seat. So it, it sounds kind of, I know it kind of sounds kind of like grandiose and self-serving, but like, sounds like you paid a lot of money to go to a conference. That no, 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 no. Might've been selling you a bit. But it's like, I know I'm the most disorganized person in the world. I am late for everything. Uh, you go in my office, I've got literally a shoebox full of stuff that needs to be filed. Um, so I'm always, fl- I'm, I'm the cowboy always flying by the seat of my pants, uh, you know, trying to get high level deals done coming up with ideas, trying to launch new things, trying to form new partnerships. And like, that's a role and, and, and it's called the visionary role. But the important thing that our company is lacking is we need our glue guy. We need our integrator and I should say glue person or girl. Yes. Glue person. Uh, and that's that integrator. And that's someone that, that, that works with me that can take all this shit that I'm, that we're talking about and we're trying to build and actually understand the tasks that are associated to be able to execute on that and then work with the team oh my God. to properly communicate to your M-Shock. So he's like, when I listen to a show, I'll be like, how come that ad read wasn't done? Well, no one told me. Well, we have a communication issue. We're missing our glue person. Sounds like it's going to you know Fuck, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the funniest <laughs> part about this is? Is when you and Wanye started, you were his glue person i had to be he yeah. was the one that was just fly by the seat of the pants and you were the but one I'm that the had to figure way. out how to make this shit happen I, but but that was the thing it was i was determined to figure it out to get it to a point but i'm in i'm i'm sitting in a i was sitting in a role that i'm like that's not they me. used to have a mail table do you know what I'm, so we went to their house and they had a kitchen table and it was the size of like a foosball table and it just had stacks of mail unopened and it was like <laughs> bills what is all this and you, they're like oh, it's just where you put our mail i'm like 
Does anyone Does open anybody it? open yeah. it? <laughs> I don't like, know. And, and, yeah. and sooner or later, That's I think. kind of my point. And, and, that and, was like 10 years ago, though. So well, I think like, they open their mail now. Yeah. Well, like, and like to certain people, they would see that and get anxiety. And I just see, I'd be like, eh, fuck, whatever. Let's think about uh, seven hundred and sixty-five emails. Let's, let's get ready for let's get ready for the game, or let's get ready for whatever. But like, you know, that is a very important piece of the business, right? So it's just making sure that we have the right set of eyes and stuff. So we're uh, we're in, we're in. Uh, I won't say dire need. Um, obviously, we've been doing things. You know, we've been pulling things off as is. But if we're really going to go scale. We need, uh, we need our integrator. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And, 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 uh, uh, you know, sorry, before you jump in, we, we, we identified the kind of the goals and the weaknesses and the things we need to address. And it's like, okay, we we're setting a two month goal and they're like, Jay, what's like the key thing you got to get done. And I'm like, we got to finish the DFO re three. Right. Cause like, that's how I think. Yeah. And Chris is like, no. The first thing you need to do is you need this person (laughs) and you need to finish the DFO retheme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which we're working on by December 21st. That's when you got your visionary out there trying to run the business and it's tough. And so EOS is world known. It's uh, there's many books written on. It's an operating system for running a company, but it's more towards entrepreneurial style companies. So I think it's a perfect fit. Uh, you know, you can often have a visionary who can also play the role of an integrator, but it's quite rare. Uh, but uh, you always need a visionary. There's nothing without someone with a vision for the business. And Jay's clearly that. And an integrator, I mean, the, the funny name they came up with here was kind of president and general manager and trying to track along what a, a hockey team would be. And, and you need that kind of GM that's going to kind of make sure everything's running and the trains run on time and stuff like that. And and then you talked about every company's the same, sales, finance, and operations. It's really, it's really that's it. Sales operations operation and finance. Every company has those three functions in it. And, and I think for, you know, this is a multi-million dollar business, uh, now with, you know, employees in the States, uh, you know, all kinds of different dynamics. And so you, all those things need to get, uh, you know, dealt with and touched well. And I think you start with your, find your integrator, you find the uh, other side of the coin for Jay, who's, uh, you know, probably a calming, thoughtful processor style mind. And, uh, and what I'm excited about is using the network to advertise for the posting. I think it's gone out or going out today or whatever. And, and that's really exciting because uh, somewhere in the nation is someone who fits that profile and hopefully, and almost certainly they're going to be in based in Edmonton, probably sitting next to Jay and mm-hmm. um, altitude would have, I don't want to say insisted on it. We wouldn't have had that authority, but we certainly as uh, you know, uh, the role we were playing at the time, it would, it, we felt like it was a big need. And without a doubt, if you want to scale the business and be every state and every province and every continent and talking about hockey and uh, attracting the talent you want to attract and stuff, you're going to need to, to st- strengthen it up a bit. It was very sobering that workshop on Monday when we realized kind of, you know, we've done something really cool, but we've got a lot of blind spots, but uh, I'm excited to now know what they are. And I'm, I'm excited like thinking to, about the old, my own blind spots in like my company. It's now. fine. It's, like, it's, it's, oh man. It's but don't feel bad, man. Bit. That's nope. the thing. That's nope. the thing. If I can caution, not caution, uh, if I can share with everyone, we're all, we all go through this. Yeah. Anyone who's, who's done a, in, in, in business, we have all experienced the same problems. They just might look different because of the, the industry or whatever you're in. But we have all kind of had that that kind of that moment you just had there. Yep. Everyone's had that. Yeah, I mean uh, you're not reinventing the wheel here, right? No, like, no, so, no, no, no. And, and and there's just people like Chris who just understand the wheel a whole lot better. Oh, well, than, I mean I am I'm, I'm, I'm a visionary my but own you can company look at, you can and, look at a company and you can and you 
from the outside looking in, you can just see what maybe people who are too close to it can't see. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Especially if you're a visionary, you, you just, you don't value those things. I'm a visionary in my own company and if I would, I would have blown it up and gone bankrupt five times if I wasn't surrounded by people who didn't think like me. And yeah, without a doubt, you get this massive bias because most entrepreneurs are truly in love with their own ideas, like literally truly in love with them. And they don't see, you know, love is blind as they say. So they don't see those. So I'm going to ask words. some, some a selfish question that mm-hmm. might pertain to, kind of my business, but finding people like that and then knowing when you have, like, is that a feeling? Do you just know? Like, how do you find the people? How do you, how do you know these people? If if you follow the systems and again, this EOS, I mean, the, the, the book that's most known for talking about this operating system is called traction. If you find it, I mean, you got to do all the work. You got to do what's called a role scorecard. You got to write down the, you know, the role and all the, you know, the, uh, how the roles connected to the core purpose of the company and the vision and values of the company. And, uh, and so you do need to make sure you seek out alignment and then there'd be best practices to make sure that alignment exists. Like there's no bullshit. Like it's a lot of times it's pure instinct. Like you can tell it's a feeling when you're sitting across from the right person. But, but if you don't do, all of the other stuff, you can make horrible decisions and hire the wrong person. And I've definitely done that. And that is, you know, can be catastrophic too. So, um, you know, especially, but you know, someone like an integrator is going to have very unique, but very specific personality traits, right? They're the ones who like checklists and they're the ones that uh, maybe are more process thinkers. They're not going to say much until they've thought about it for a bit. And then they're going to want to hold people accountable. So like we did the accountability chart for nation network and it was laughable because of course there was (laughs) basically the five boxes that should exist in virtually every company operations, sales and finance, and then an integrator and a visionary and Jay's name was in all five boxes right now. (laughs) And that's the problem. You cannot scale that, right? Like you just can't. and uh, oh, so God. It'll, it'll, it's going to come <laughs> together. And I, like, I'm super excited about it because I want this to be uh, the best for Edmonton and the best for the team that's there. And I think that it can be, but you got to, you got to, un, you got to unshackle some of this stuff and take some risks. And it, and frankly, it all leads to the fact that you need more capital to do that is you need to invest, right? You're going to go through periods of growth where you're not going to be as profitable because you're hiring a lot of overhead that you wouldn't normally bear. But to do it, that's how you go from X million to Y million to whatever. So, yeah, it's, it is all about scale. And frankly, that's how investors get excited is when they see a, a growth, if they see a growth chart, um, but no sustainability to that growth because there's no, you know, foundation. Like you basically have, you've built the attic without the foundation and the main floor in many ways when you have a visionary just running around doing whatever, uh, you know, that shit's going to just fall over eventually, right? So uh, it's kind of boring. It's definitely businessy, but it's much needed. I don't think it's boring at all. And it's, uh, well, it's insightful, it's and, cool. and we want to we wanted to talk about it on the, on the podcast because we want we, this is the place where we talk about it, the business and we you know make major announcements is always through here. So we wanted to kick off the job posting through here because fuck, Chris was a listener and is a listener of real life, so you never know so, who your audience is. Okay, so kick oh, yeah. off the job posting. What what is the job posting? What what exactly? Are we looking for? I have it in my hand, Chalmers. Let's so do it's it. Nation Network General Manager slash Integrator, I guess. So, I mean, it's the Integrator of Vision. So, monitor and guides the movement of each captain. That would be the three departments. 
provide strategic direction and communications between our visionary president and our team captains, trusted advisor to the president. We'll execute their vision using a mix of analytics, strategy, and process with knowledge of the inner workings of the nation. So it is, uh, yeah, and there's, there's more here, obviously, the development of support systems, P&L, and business plan focus. So this would be the person that would really be able to watch all the beans getting counted. Uh, I like to spend the beans. Create a company-wide culture fan experience. So I think this person's integral to uh, really the uh, the internal culture and the team dynamics, recruiting people, building and uh, building a great employment experience, uh, alignment between Marcom sales operations. Uh, and then, you know, someone who's got uh, integrate, you know, integrated experience, ideally in their, in their previous job, that does be the biggest qualification, you know, someone who understands business concepts, financials, those kinds of things. So, you know, it, it doesn't have to be integrator is not a job title at most places. So it's really more of a personality type and someone that does things to ensure that everything's, you know, reliable and scalable. And so I, I think it's out there. It's someone that works in a, you know, it could be an accounting firm. It could be someone that, you know, but what I'm pretty sure is it's somebody who aligns with this company's core purpose, which is the fan experience. Uh, well, I mean, you haven't perfectly defined that, but that feels like what it is right now. And, and so it's probably a big hockey fan uh, and, and would love to be part of this story. And like, to be honest, I think what I'm excited for anyone who works at the nation right now is you're really on the ground floor of what's going to be a very fast moving and fast growing opportunity. And you're going to be part of a very much larger thing at, and, and, uh, and that's going to be pretty exciting because there'll be some real exposure to fast growing kind of, uh, you know, big capital S sports entertainment uh, shit going on. So. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. There's probably a lot of people out there that are thinking to themselves, how can I get into the nation? Like, you know, People who've always wanted to be on the inside. Yeah, yeah. If no, you think you can do that? What do you do? If you think you can do that, what do you do? Do you just show up at Dog Patch? No. <laughs> Have a beard? Wait. <laughs> we give you. Dog patch, we sure. give you <laughs> Tyler <laughs> your Chuck's email. It is Tyler <laughs> yeah. at, uh, and he fields everything. And he'll oh, be, there's going to be a one posting, one. and it's going to have a link to it and all that. And the one thing I'll tell you about is everybody will try to bend themselves into pretzels to try to convince you that they're an integrator. Uh, you can. You can there's a sniff test that you can run pretty quite quick on that. Cause it is a very tough job to find. If they you stink, can find, well, you can find sales work. people, you can find finance people. Integrators are more, you know, the ones you can really trust to make sure the trains run on time. You know, what's well, a little uh, test that if let's just say he was to have a meeting down in dog patch, what's a little test he could do to see if they were just something that like, you know how you, you I, I, I want to know. Cause I'll tell you what I normally <laughs> do. Be? I get, I get tricked a lot. Uh, uh, <laughs> by who? <laughs> oh, just some interesting okay, buyers but, but, over okay. the years. But uh, oh, okay. I like to project who I want the person to be when I'm interviewing them. Yeah. So I basically give them every. I give them all the ammo. Yeah, I'm such a fucking idiot. Well, you're a sales I, guy, and you tell them what you want it to be, and then yeah, they tell you and what they, they are, and then, and then you they just, just want repeat to everything your- I say, and I'm like. This is perfect. This is my and guy. I, and and a fucking I just, genius. <laughs> and, I, and, and the thing for me is I just, cause I just want to, I just want to get it done and then like get back to what I'm doing. And so I, and, and this is where I, I, I've asked for Chris's help with is like into your question. Chalmers is like, what are some things like, I just need to learn to shut up. Tell them that just by chance, we just happen to be testing out new vodkas and then say, you have to try like four different vodkas and then get them to bring them the vodka, but you just the water. And then see if they take them. I think that's illegal. Yeah, what are you talking about? Is that illegal? 
I, I'm the same as Jay, so I don't know the answer to that question. There's obviously all <laughs> that kinds is of just an tools. example, you Yeah. Mm. And if they get ripper or drunk, then there might not be. A have Chalmers do the interview. Have the interview be an episode of the Real Life Podcast. That would be great. Be How fucking funny would that be if the next like eight weeks <laughs> yeah. of this podcast were just different candidates rolling in here? So tell me what you think you could do to help Jay grow this business. Well, and it's to help us. And what did you think of the power play? Yes. And what did you? Well, think? and you better have a fucking good take. Right? And what do you think about Ryan Whitney all of a sudden calling us we, him using the royal we, as if he is still part of the team? Did you see Stuff his tweet like last night? Yes. I will like, come play. back to I want to come back to Edmonton just to go to downtown Cactus. Playoff <laughs> hockey up. and Cactus Club or whatever he said. That was and so he's fun. straight up. But but didn't you see the other one? It's like, good luck stopping this. We will win or we will always score. Like, at we. Like, he's still part of the fucking Once an team. Oiler, always an Oiler. But, uh, no. And, and Oilers would be crazy not to do something to try to bring him to Edmonton. And what? Then the nation should. Somebody fucking needs to. He is a comet. Right now, yeah. in We're the hockey off world, topic, Charles. isn't he a competitor? Off topic, he is a competitor. Is part of the you know topic. who he works for? Competitor. You think that? Okay, I don't get that. <laughs> I won't now, get man. that. Yeah, yeah. We're corporate <laughs> now, Charles. You can't so be good. doing that shit. <laughs> hey, remember those two guys in Argentina that were competitors? And then they made Varsky Sports, and now they're on the same team. Charles, you got your stories all mashed together. Yeah. Is it not Varsky Sports? V- Varsky is a personality that Playmaker just signed who's got a large, like, media well, presence. Well, who are the two dudes in Argentina? What, were they, what uh, was their shit called? I know Federico is one, and I can't remember. The, Federico's the one we always names. hear about. Never mind. Well, Federico. All right. My boy. Bola VIP. Bola VIP. There's a cool map I saved with everything on it. It's called Synergy, it. guys. Look it up. Oh, okay. Also, yeah. so there's this cool map that... Uh, Playmaker has that shows other companies. The Oilers Nation logo seems a little bit too far south, doesn't it? That's a that's objectionable. Can we pull the fucking deal off? Okay, the so so here's, like, oh, it looks near, like it's like in the Northwest Territories. Okay, okay. I got to bring this up since <laughs> we're doing that. This Perhaps was. Do you understand? Do you, oh, sorry. That was the Daily Faceoff one. That was in a. Oh yeah, those logos are so similar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the Oilers Nation one looks too high. The Daily Faceoff one I thought was too south. Well, because we are the North. Fair enough. Anyways. So, just to bring that up, it was in, as quoted from the Sports Business Journal, uh, Edmonton-based media company whose portfolio consists of over 10 digital properties, including subsidiary, daily face-off, and other sites concentrated on hockey, such as Canucks Army, Flames Army, the Leafs Army Nation, Wings Nation, and HockeyFights.com. What's missing? What's missing from that, guys? Oilers Nation? Is Oilers Nation by any chance missing? From that, it sounds like it's Fuck missing. Business Insider, come on. <laughs> well, come three on. down nations definitely missing. Well, they're they're that's my next pet project. Yeah, I gotta they're help they're those right. fucking guys. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. is happening with nah, football these... in Canada and Edmonton especially? Oh, so. It is, but uh, it is weird. What's happening with what? Football in like Canada the and, elks? Uh, and the Elks and it's uh, it seems toxic. Are we buying the Elks? That's a whole nother Are we buying problem. the Elks? They are community. Are we buying the Elks? Uh, well, that might be you the problem is they are community 50 owned, 50. Elks Nation? Just, no, just me and you own the Elks. Me- Did you get some big windfall probably, recently or something? It'd, prob- <laughs> it'd, it'd probably do better. <laughs> it might. So... Bring hold the knot I think bring back the Knothole gang. Nice enough. He'd, be, he'd be part of the Would uh, you bring back the Knothole gang? Yeah, of course. Remember them? Remember yes. what that was? The one section for just kids? Oh, man. I remember. I was God, eight, that, nine, ten years old in the heyday. Yeah, yeah, man. That brings the parents there, the, and the kids all can sit in a section. The parents can drink some beers and have fun by themselves. 
What a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the best things I've ever seen at a sporting event. This is totally off topic. Uh, when I went, I went to a AAA ball game in Vegas or in Round Rock or whatever. And there's a bar in the outfield. So you can sit at the bar and you can overlook the game. And then like right below it is a spray park for the kids. So you could be a parent sitting there in right field watching the game. Eye on your kid who is distracted by the water park thing, spray park, watching the game bar in front of you. It was great. It's genius. Why? Wow. That's game changing. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it was wild. That stadium was unbelievable. Um, anyways, that was totally off topic. But but it's never off topic. No, it's here, not sorry. off topic. No. Nothing um, is off topic. What else do we have to talk about with this deal? What other boxes have we not checked in terms of things you wanted to discuss about? It? Oh, it was just more just to let people know about what happened, how it happened, mm-hmm. why it happened. And nothing changes. Oh, a lot's going to change. Things will only get better. Your REM charts no. will get slipped upside down, but everyone yeah. else is fine. <laughs> no, you're not going to ever have to pay for a subscription-based model. Unless that, you want to pay so for just the so daily you know, face-off optimizer. On that, yeah, exactly. So, so context on that is we are building a subscription revenue um, uh, or introducing a model into oh, our ecosystem. And that's for our premium DFS tools, fantasy tools, yeah, but gambling that's, tools. That's normal. So if but you it go, is, but, but, yeah. but, but, you know, it was Playmakers talking about it as a, as a subscription revenue, which it is, but we're not putting... We're, we're never putting our content behind like a it's not a paywall like uh, the Atlantic and stuff and they, they were no. it's actually came up in the negotiations and it was interesting because I asked the question what their strategy was there and yeah. uh, they're 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 counter to that that they are the anti paywall because it's, yeah. again it's you know that's uh that's paying for allegedly premium content but I don't know if it's any better from a fan experience and they want the fans no, really it, close yeah. what exactly. you're really paying for those is tools like tools to for help us, what we're yeah. doing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and so you're, you're, you're creating a, a, like a tool for somebody to go in and manage a DFS lineup a, a fantasy lineup where they can use it's, a it's, tool that you created to help give you an edge to help give you an edge which then you know that's why it's okay like you you play in a fantasy with your buddies you pay 50 bucks you have a chance to win $300 Sure, paying twenty dollars for the season for a for a league sync lineup manager like that's I think that that that's, that's where well, a subscription 100%. makes I sense. Think that's, of course. Or you you love playing DraftKings and you play DFS hockey every night and you want to get intense and nerd out on how you want to stack your lineups and filters and this and that. Like this gives you all that without having to build some crazy robust. You're Excel. Chuck, a daily DFS hockey fantasy podcast. Maybe. Brock does that. Yeah, join us. Yeah, go join Brock um, on the uh, daily face-off. That podcast. optimizer on daily face-off <laughs> is fucking intense. Man. I spend about an hour a day doing it. Like I'm not awesome. even kidding. It's sick. Yeah, like you can just geek out on it, and you can generate a shit ton of lineups if you're committed. Mm-hmm. If you're like depending how deep you go, and it 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 it'll just set you up better for a chance to to win. Like I I, I used I use it uh, for football. Uh, and now I'll be, I'm, I'm going to start using ours for hockey. And it's, it's a fun. small price to pay to have yeah. uh, That's the, different. the ability to chirp your friends because yeah, yeah. you won. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Well, like, like I, I, I subscribe to a, 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 an app for, for fantasy football. Oh, do you? Football. Which one? 
Well, I'm not telling you. Well, why not? Yeah, Tell fuck me. Fuck off, Charles. Well, like it's, there's like four in the world. Like it's not like it's. I'm sure you'll probably. Be I am. I am also a subscriber. And I don't one. agree with any of its trade. Sometimes analyzes. I don't either. Yeah, that's you know I don't use it for the trade analyzer. It's more of the cheat sheets that I like. Yeah, cheat sheets are nice. Okay. I will say I was. I've got my father-in-law staying with me right now. He's 84. He has been a Leafs fan since 58 when he emigrated here in Ireland. He is hardcore, and so we've taken him out of Toronto for two weeks before he moves into a home. And we're struggling to keep him entertained because we're not getting Leafs hockey. So we, I found this Leafs uh, thing on Amazon. Uh, and of course, he's writing Amazon down on his, on his little notebook in <laughs> yeah, his shirt pocket. Like he's going to subscribe to Amazon. He has no, he doesn't know where it exists or what it is. And we watched the Leafs. Ep- I don't know if you guys watched those five episodes of oh, Le- all Leafs or and yeah, All yeah. or Nothing, uh, which was fascinating for him because his brain is always associated Leafs with you know broadcast media hockey games. This is like guys in the locker room. Fuck this, fuck that, all kinds of cool behind the scenes shit. First of all, the first takeaway I had was I hope they do that with the orders. Although yeah. oh. I wonder if it was a distraction for the Leafs last year, yeah. having those guys in the locker room all the time. But the second thing is I saw the GM and everybody essentially just hyper focused on a day to day basis around the cap the cap situation and all their whiteboards had all of the, the values of the, yeah. like the, all the salaries of all the players when they were going through, you know, guys getting sent down to the taxi squad and back up and all that. So it's pretty fascinating. And that side of the game is a very, very casual fan. I didn't understand. Yeah. And I think it's a huge part of the game for the insiders of the game. And that's where, you know, I think uh, these tools and stuff, you know, there's the casual entertainment customer who, you know, where you're going to put beer ads in front of them. And then there's the one who wants to go really deep deep and you got to be all those things. And, and Frank Cervalli, I mean, the one thing that, that became very evident to me very quickly, you know, I'm embarrassed to say, I really wouldn't have known him too much as a person. I would have seen him on TV uh, is he is seemingly the authority in terms of insider information in the league. And that's exciting that you guys have that tool and that, that resource and person inside. So yeah, this is the place for the serious hockey fan, but also for people that just love it as a pastime. And and I said, we want to talk to everyone. We want to be so approachable. So if you want to get deep, we can get deep. If you want to have fun, and have a drink on a beat cast, we gotcha. You want to come to an event, we gotcha. And uh, you want to nerd out on tools, we gotcha. If you're an NHL fighter and you want to see the past fights of the person that you're going up to find, to to fight the next game, go to hockeyfights.com. But do you you think, Jay, and honestly, I never really thought of it in that context, but I'm sure it's an important part of the playmaker strategy. Do you think the hockey fans are going to, you know, be in the same platforms and start to really, you know, look at the football community. Like it really, it is you become part of the playmaker group and now all of a sudden you have all these adjacent other communities, sport communities next to you. So surely there'll be football and, and basketball and, and obviously soccer, football and stuff like that. I wonder how that experience, if you're in the same platform, getting access to the same kinds of things at the end of your you know, your click. It's, it's like when you get into the ESPN world online, you may stay there, like in terms of fantasy tools and everything that go with it. I think it might be fascinating. And ultimately like that's what it could lead to, right? It'll just that connectivity to just a deeper offering as, as, as our journey with playmaker continues, we're going to be plugged in and and we're just going to find ways to connect each other, uh, to, to kind of go allow someone to go deep on their journey with us. So, that's what's kind of neat, and there's just like I said, there's they got a lot. They got they've got they've they, they they're they're like I don't know like they've told us in terms of their approach, uh, and now they're going to market to knit, to knit together this 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 network, which you know everyone's gonna for me as uh, as playmaker continues to grow, 
Uh, it just allows us to continue to grow ourselves, but grow what we do for our audience. And the most interesting fucking thing. This is the most interesting fucking thing, Tyler. Okay. You're a diehard nation citizen. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, a lot of people like to, a lot of people yesterday like to, like to be like, you know, I've been following you since 2009. <laughs> I've been following you since 2011. I was part of real life from the first episodes. Like it, it's interesting people kind of telling me when they joined the, mm-hmm. the conversation or joined the community. Well, in this situation now, Oilers Nation, the Nation Network is no longer a privately held company. Correct. It is now available to the masses we can all own the nation. We can all provide value and help continue to grow all this. Uh, so this was an interesting thing. So this can now be a community-owned property. So you're so, a couple clicks away from being Jay's boss. Yeah, you need sixty-eight cents is the price, the first price entry. Uh, <laughs> you and, got sixty-eight uh, cents. Yeah. You got me. You got me. You're Jay's I boss. Work for you. I work for you. <laughs> so, but that's what, but that's what's interesting. So it kind of just allows us to to bring the community in a little bit more, and people if people want to join that that ride they they can right so it's Mm -hmm. it's uh it's interesting like it's i don't know i don't say it's been so surreal i'm still processing this if i'm going to be fully honest are you still processing eichel being traded too i am but that's not where i was going i was going to tie in a nice ad read by saying if you need anything hockey we have you and if you need anything underwear related twig and berries has got you and i noticed on their instagram because you know christmas isn't that far away uh they got a new they got a new kind of box here and it says keep your jewels jolly and then it says ballsy underneath and um it's for the holiday season, the sack pack. It sold out fast last year, it did, but it, it is did. back. I love the sack pack. Twigandberries.ca, promo code NATION15 gets you 15% off. You know who's fucking skating around the ice with his sack pack? Zach Cassian. Welcome back, he buddy. Is. So you went to the game last night. You'd been to a game this season so far, right? Yeah, I went to the home opener. Okay, yeah. So that wasn't your first experience. I went to the game for the first time as a credentialed member of the media representing Daily Faceoff. Last night? Yes. Not a boy. Look at us. I, Look at yeah. us. That's, temp- um, that's coming to an end soon. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, they had some Halloween Theaters dishes of Halloween mine. candy. I have another story, but I have to say it off the air. Um, but they had Damn little it. dishes of Halloween candy. So I had uh, the thing of runts. Do you remember runts? Oh, yeah, I do. What's your favorite? What's your favorite the fruit in the runts? Yeah, I was a banana guy. Orange. Ew. Yeah, I can. Here's the thing Aren't about you runts. you glad I said banana? Mm. The first half of the little thing was great. The last half was absolutely terrible. My teeth just hurt. Well, yeah. You get too impatient. Hold on. Yeah. The yeah. last half of the banana. You ate the banana in two bites? No, the <laughs> fucking <laughs> container, Charles. Oh. Okay, hold on. Who's okay. all Who's all, um, all eating team in the press box there? Who's eating all the runs? Who's eating all the food? Uh, un- Uncle Ken. Ken Holland went for the M&Ms. Oh. Yeah. Um, He's David, not a smarty guy. David Poyle went for the little the jelly beans, but like the ju- real thick, not jelly bellies, but like the real thick kind of jelly beans, you know? Uh, just, I don't know if you listened to two episodes ago. I don't know if it was last. We, we yeah. had a 45-minute conversation about candy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I listened to I it. also, my favorite Halloween candy, I've just, I've kind of noticed this as I had a pack around, nerds. I fucking love nerds. I can eat nerds nonstop. They're just little balls of shit. I don't, so good. I just don't, I don't see them. I used to love nerds. I don't see them anymore. Oh, they're everywhere. There was a really? bag, oh, there. Oh, yeah. there was a bag of Halloween candy and it was 175 pieces and it had nerds, um, airheads on real airheads are great. Sour or hot. Just the regular ones. What? 
Like the airheads? Oh, shit. I'm thinking of air. What am I thinking of? Warheads. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Warheads are good, too. Um, it had Sour Patch Kids in there as well. It had uh, not rockets, but like the different brand of rockets. Like the, Yeah, you love yeah. rockets. I know. But it was great. It's a great I'm I'm into it. Hard. That's the other brand of rockets. Tums. <laughs> Can I ask a serious question? No. How much longer are we going? Because if I don't piss pretty soon, I'm going to. I, I got to go to work. <laughs> I probably need to go to work. So, holy shit. We've been rambling. Yeah. It's like Tyler, an hour time. Uh, edited this down to. No, don't. 59 minutes. I'm kidding. Hey, usually I get in shit because, okay, two quick things and then I'll wrap it up. Usually I get in shit for wrapping up the podcast too soon. The last two, I've been letting them go. So. Oh, it's great. We also, should, we you talked about that conf or the thing you and Wanya went to. And yep. when we didn't do a podcast two Mondays ago, everyone on Twitter was like, fucking your M truck, yeah. avoid the yeah, grind. That Jesus, it. that's why we don't have a podcast. Eh? The conference is why. I was ready yeah. to record. You were not. The sobering workshop. Is this is the EOS called. day? Like, yeah, that was the day. Four yeah. guys in a room just fucking talking about the future of the business. That it's a conference? Is, yeah. that, is that how you sold it? Well, no. no well, it didn't he, feel like a conference. I mean, there was no drinks. This is why I need an integrator. I really can't. He sold it a lot better than that. I didn't know you guys just went to a bar somewhere and drank. No, no. It was facilitated no, it, was facil- it, it yeah. was pro it was uh it was but it was deep i pictured like one of those dentistry conferences where you all sit in a chair while somebody talks and then another person comes up and talks yeah they fucking party at i could yeah, not I do yeah this no. was not a party <laughs> all right uh quickly before we go shout out to our friends at doordash promo code real life pod gets you 25 percent off and no delivery fees on your first order so use that up or use the promo gold oodle 2021 if you want some oodle noodling yeah this weekend Anyways, Chris, thanks for joining. Hope you had fun. Yeah, yeah. I had thank a great you, Chris. Time. That's one thing I got. Really, out of this whole really adventure. big congratulations really to you guys. I know that it was quick. Like I think you even made a comment earlier that you expected to be a part of this a lot longer. I don't. But so it, it came quick and it went fast. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm just want to try yeah. to say congratulations to you guys. Like, honestly, it's a lot Thanks. of fun to watch, man. It's cool uh, it's, to it's, uh, We're, we're, gonna, you know, we're still invested. It's just through a different yeah. vehicle. No, and exactly. We're gonna, and I'm huge fans. Yeah. And anything we can do to ever help you guys, uh, Altitude wants to do that. And, you know, we, uh, we, we did, this was a perfect thing we, for us in line with our values. It's Edmonton. It's, it's cool. It's still growing. And, uh, and we helped unlock. We have a core, our core purpose is create lift. That's what we say yeah. in our company. And I think we were able to help do that here. So, well, you, yeah. Yeah, you could tell awesome. two more deserving guys. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it. Jay, you good? I think I'm good. You good, Tyler? Yeah, I'm You're good. You're still right. here. Yeah, I am. Chris, and hopefully, hopefully I get a few more Chris, of these podcasts good? in before I'm good. Chris, you good? Charles, you good? Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm you good. can finally go yeah. piss. Uh, this has been episode 327 of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to the HGA Group DoorDash and Twig and Berries. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.